Welcome to the Heart of Worship podcast. I am your host, Daniel Smith. And in this first episode, which is titled Intro, I'm going to introduce you to what is the heart behind this podcast. And together we are going to adventure into what is the heart of worship. You know, starting off, I want to say that this podcast may be a little bit different than something that you're used to. (laughs) So I'm going to do this whenever the Lord leads and however the Lord leads. And it's going to be one of those things that I'm not going to have a script. I'm not going to sit down and say, okay, I'm going to hit, you know, these points, you know, and do this. But it's going to be more like a conversation of me sitting down with a friend and just sharing, you know, my heart. That being said, it is uh, a little after four in the morning. I woke up a little over an hour ago, right before 3 a.m., And um, for the last, you know, month, I would say the Lord has really been moving on my heart to start a podcast. And uh, I've had the thought and the idea before, but I was talking with my friend uh, Jessica Sowards about their podcast and about what they were going to be doing with that. And it kind of just gave me that fuel that I needed in the fire. I needed to ignite that fuel to go ahead and start my own podcast. And um, (laughs) it's funny. I've been thinking about it and talking about it over the last month or so. And I'm laying here in bed and I'm dreaming about it. Right before I woke up, I remember dreaming about it. And... um, I've just kind of been seeking Yahweh's heart, you know, for what this is going to be called and what it's, you know, going to be the basis behind it. And Yahweh brought me back, you know, to when I first started doing YouTube videos regularly. And um, I started a series on there that didn't go very long that was called the Heart of Worship series. And, uh, yeah... That being said, (laughs) well, let me finish this thought. So I'm laying here in bed and I'm dreaming about that. And I wake up, you know, with that in my heart, the heart of worship, you know, having that inside of me, having that, you know, from before and thinking, you know, that would be a wonderful thing to do. And I really felt Yahweh and waking me up with the heart of worship on my heart, heavy on my heart. And I laid here in bed. Um, I stayed up till a little after midnight with my sons, just kind of hanging out, so I hadn't been asleep very long. And I laid here in bed, and I kept thinking, man, like, I I need to go back to sleep. I've got some things tomorrow that I'm going to be doing, and or today that I'm going to be doing. And I laid here, and I just could not go back to sleep. I just felt this urgency in my spirit. I just felt this this drive to wake up 
and to dive into this podcasting. And so here I am at, uh, you know, a little after 4 a.m. And, um, you know, with this burning in my heart. And so, yeah, I'm going to start off, I'm going to pray, and then I'm going to kind of just dive into, you know, the intro of this thing and what um, I'm feeling Yahweh calling me into, you know, with podcasting and with this podcast. So, Lord, I just thank you for this time together with whoever it is that listens to this, friends, family. Lord, I am so grateful for all the people that you have brought into my life. I thank you for the friends that are going to join me in this podcast, uh, the different worship leaders and musicians that you've brought into my life and different friends that you've brought into my life. And Lord, I just thank you that together you're going to take us on a beautiful journey of discovering what is the heart of worship. What is the heart of worship, Lord? Lord, I thank you that we have not arrived. We have not gained all knowledge of you. In Jesus, with that being acknowledged, I truly believe that we are in positioned into a place of being able to learn more. You said if we would draw near to you, that you would draw near to us. And so I pray that through this podcast, that's what it would be, a, a drawing, you know, that we would draw near to you and you would draw we love you, Yeshua. We love you. In Jesus' name. Amen. So, yeah. <laughs> this is an exciting thing for us to journey into together and to adventure into together. You know, something that come to me as I was laying in bed. Because um, I laid there about an hour before getting up and starting <laughs> this. And uh, I laid there. And, uh, you know, one of the things, and I believe, you know, with this being the intro into uh, this podcast, um, you know, I want you guys to know that it, it may look a little bit different. It may look like conversations with friends. It may sometimes be stories. It may sometimes be tears, sometimes laughter. Um, you know, sometimes I may call people on the phone and have them on speakerphone to be able to, you know, have them chime in and share their heart on worship. Um, other times I may have people sit in with me. I may have them perform live on my podcast, some worship, um, you know, so there may be songs. It's, I think we're just going to do this thing, you know, however Holy Spirit leads. And, you know, there may be times that right now I'm recording on my recording software here in my, um, in my bedroom, but there may also be times that, you know, I break out my cell phone other places and just press record on my voice memo. You know, if I feel like there's an opportunity to capture something. So it's, I think opening it up that way, that it really just brings us into a place of really being able to really capture something beautiful with Yahweh and with each other and go on this adventure together. And so what's really on my heart tonight is kind of what is, I think, the first step towards discovering the heart of worship, and I truly believe that the first step 
in discovering the heart of worship is intimacy with Yeshua. It starts with intimacy. That's the cornerstone of discovering the heart of worship. You know, I'll never forget um, being in high school and first becoming a worship leader. And, uh, man, one of my favorite songs was The Heart of Worship by Matt Redman. And there's this beautiful testimony, and uh, I'm not going to go into great detail because I want I don't want to mess it up, but basically Matt Redman's church went on a fast from music, and they didn't have music for a certain allotted amount of time. When they came back out of that season of fasting the music, nearing the end of that, from what I understand, the song was birthed, you know, the heart of worship. And, uh, you know, I remember just loving that song and learning that song when I was learning, you know, worship songs, you know, when I first started. Songs like uh, Shout to the Lord and Lord, I Lift Your Name on High and Trading My Sorrows and, you know, these worship songs, As the Deer. But the heart of worship always just stood out to me. You know, I'm coming back to the heart of worship. It's all about you. It's all about you, Jesus. And, you know, as I was laying in bed earlier and, you know, Yeshua had spoke to me about the name of this podcast being the heart of worship, I really felt like the first step towards that was intimacy. I felt like Yeshua was telling me, you know, that first step towards discovering what is the heart of worship is intimacy with him. And so a lot a lot of you may not understand what that means. I would encourage you, there's a couple different things that you can do. One, beyond on this podcast, I feel like we can discover some of that together, but also there's some other people I'd like to mention, one being Chris Burns. Chris Burns has a um, um, e-course on the secret place that really touched my heart and gave me some direction towards discovering more intimacy with the Lord. And so I would like to mention that. But, you know, a lot of us, you know, when we think of intimacy, you know, our first thing we revert to in our mind is marriage. You know, being intimate with someone else here on earth. And I believe that that is somewhat of a picture of what that looks like, you know. But I really believe fullness of intimacy can be discovered with our Lord and our Savior, which is kind of a a wild thing if you've never, you know, dove into that. Um, You know, I'm in a very interesting place in my life right now where I'm not dating. Um, I'm single. And with that being said, you know, it's I'm in this place of really doing what I can to discover fulfillment through Jesus Christ in all areas of my life. You know, um, I remember being a teenager and, uh, you know, going after when you when I first started feeling interested in girls, you know, and that rush that you would get when you would see that 
that pretty girl and you know your heart would start beating and you would find interest in one another and you know you would exchange touches through like holding hands and things like that and just you would want to spend every waking moment speaking with that person you would want to communicate with that person and um you know you would spend hours on the phone sometimes not even saying anything I remember many times falling asleep, you know, just sitting on the phone, you know, (laughs) it's just silly stuff, but you would feel those butterflies, you would want to spend time with that person, and, you know, the more, the deeper that you get into relationship, things like kisses are exchanged, and through marriage, you know, you can get to um, the, the place where, um, you know, you're actually exchanging an intercourse um, through beauty and marriage. And, you know, if you take a step back with Jesus Christ, I believe all of that is a small picture of what can be experienced with Jesus Christ, except with Jesus, it's even deeper. And that's something that, you know, in the last, you know, just you know, a few years of my life that I've been diving into and discovering and not pursuing dating and not pursuing, you know, another relationship, an earthly relationship. I've discovered what it looks like to really pine after Jesus. And it's probably been the first time, honestly, that I've done this full heartedly since um, my salvation. Because when I, got, when I got saved, I was in my teenage years and there was always that thought of a girl in my mind until, you know, recently. And it's been a really wild thing. Now, all that being said, I want you to know if you are married or if you're dating or you have, you know, someone in your life, that does not mean that you can't pursue intimacy with Jesus Christ. What I am encouraging you in is that you absolutely can (laughs) pursue intimacy with Jesus Christ. I just happen to be in a place right now where I don't have a significant other and, you know, that, you know, I'm, I'm feeding the fullness of that fire. I'm fueling the fullness of that fire unto Jesus Christ right now. And, man, it's been wild. There's been hard times through that. There's been times I'm like, Jesus, I need you to touch me. Like, seriously, I want to feel you. I want to have companionship. I'm yearning for you. But, but the beautiful thing about Jesus is this. He said... If you will draw near to me, I will draw near to you. It's a promise that he's given us. And y'all, I I just cannot express this, you know, I can't fully just really, I don't know if I can say it in words to get you to understand how amazing it is when you get into a place like that of desperation in your heart that you're wanting him just because you want him. You know, he's not a means to an end. He's not, he's not just the guy that I'm going to to get my prayers answered. And he's not just this guy that I'm going to to get a, a new good song or, you know, anything like that. But he is, I just really want to be with him, you know. I just really want to have quality time with him. I want to feel the touch of his hand. I want to hear the song it talks about in Zephaniah 3 that he's singing over me. I want want to discover the tone of his voice. And 
the smell of his presence and the depth, you know, real, true depth. I want to have the kind of relationship with him that if he wakes me up at three in the morning and I've only had a few hours of sleep, I say, yes. You know, um, I want to read. Um, and <laughs> the thing I kind of worry about with this is that I may be a little scattered. And I'm sorry, my, my computer somehow is dinging. <laughs> And I can't figure out how to uh, turn that off. So if you hear a little ding-ding on here, I apologize. <laughs> I will discover how to silent that, silence that before uh, my next episode on here. But I want to read uh, this scripture out of Song of Songs, chapter 2. Um, one of the things that Chris Burns really taps into in his e-course on intimacy with Jesus Christ in the secret place is the Song of Songs, and it's it's so wonderful. And I've always really like been drawn to the Song of Songs since I realized that that is a depiction of our intimacy with Jesus Christ, that that is something that we can look into and discover. And uh, there's this scripture here. Let's just read through this together. And I'm, I'm going to be reading out of the Passion Translation. It's this wonderful translation that is so poetic that Dr. Brian Simmons wrote. And uh, it's, it's really wonderful. But we're going to just start in verse 1 and kind of read through this. It says, I am truly his rose, the very theme of his song. I'm overwhelmed by his love growing in the valley. And this is the shepherd king speaking. He says, Yes, you are my darling companion. You stand out from all the rest. For though the curse of sin surrounds you, still you remain as pure as a lily, even more than all others. And this is the Shulamite. My beloved is to me the most fragrant apple tree. He stands above the sons of men, Sitting under his gray shadow, I blossom in his shade, enjoying the sweet taste of his pleasant, delicious fruit, resting with the light where his glory never fades. Suddenly, he transported me into his house of wine. He looked upon me with his unrelenting love divine. Revive me with your raisin cakes. Refresh me again with your apples. Help me and hold me. For I am lovesick, I am longing for more, yet how could I take more? His left hand cradles my head, while his right hand holds me close. I am at rest in his love. The shepherd king speaks back, Promised me, brides-to-be, by the gentle gazelles and delicate deer, that you'll not disturb my love until she is ready to arise. The Shulamite speaks back, Listen, I hear my lover's voice. I know it's him coming to me, leaping with joy over the mountains, skipping in love over the hills that separate us, to come to me. Let me describe him. He is graceful as a gazelle, swift as a wild stag. Now he comes closer, even to the places where I hide. He gazes into my soul, peering through the mortal the por- peering through the portal as he blossoms within my heart. The one I love calls to me. This is the bridegroom king. Arise, my dearest. Hurry, my darling. Come away with me. 
I have come as you have asked to draw you to my heart and lead you out. For now is the time, my beautiful one. The season has changed. The bondage of your barren winter has ended. And the season of hiding is over and gone. The, the rains have soaked the earth and left it bright with blossoming flowers. The season for singing and pruning the vines has arrived. I hear the cooing of doves in our land, filling the air with songs to awaken you and guide you forth. Can you not discern this new day of destiny breaking forth all around you? The early signs of my purposes and plans are bursting forth. The budding vines of new life are now blooming everywhere. The fragrance of their flowers whispers, there is change in the air. Arise, my love, my beautiful companion, and run with me to the higher place. For now is the time to arise and come away with me. For you are my dove, hidden in the split open rock. It was I who took you and hid you up high in the secret stairway of the sky. Let me see your radiant face and hear your sweet voice. How beautiful your eyes of worship and lovely your voice in prayer. You must catch the troubling foxes, those sly little foxes that hinder our relationship, for they raid our budding vineyard of love to ruin what I've planted within you. Will you catch them and remove them for me? We will do it together. This is the Shulamite. I know my lover is mine, and I have everything in you, for we delight ourselves in each other. But until the day springs to life and the shifting shadows of fear disappear, turn around, my lover, and ascend to the holy mountains of separation without me. Until the new day fully dawns, run on ahead like the graceful gazelle and skip like the young stag over the mountains of separation. Go on ahead to the mountain of spices. I'll come away another time. Praise God. Man, so many amazing, amazing things. One thing I want to say is that in, in part of that, the Lord speaks and he says, we got to catch the little foxes that are ruining the vineyard. And, you know, um, I've heard many people speak on this, but those little foxes are the things that will come and they'll steal away at your intimacy with Jesus, the little things that, you know, those things of the earth, the things of the world that we can get caught up in, you know, sometimes little foxes can be little social medias, you know, those things that, you know, catch us in the, you know, the, the moments before we're sleeping, you know, we just, we get on there and, you know, scroll Facebook or, you know, Instagram or, those things that, you know, we'll turn on the television and watch our TV show or whatever to fall asleep to. And I've learned in my own life that those are those little foxes that will steal away at the vineyard. That vineyard is the wine of intimacy. It's those, It's the intimacy that we can have with Yeshua if we will just... But we have to protect it. And that's what that's talking about right there. And, you know, he says we will do it together. And that's what I love about that scripture is, 
Yeshua is not some commanding officer that's saying you got to go get these things. And if you you know don't want to go to hell and you want to be a good little Christian, you'll go catch those foxes. He says, no. He said, let's go do it together. I'm going to help you. He's our very present help in time of need. And if we want intimacy with him, that's the thing. It doesn't, <laughs> we can ask for help. We can say, Jesus, I want more with you. Will you help me discover that with you? Will you help me discover what it looks like to be intimate with you as my Savior? And he will help us. But one of the things I really want to focus on is, um, you know, several different scriptures in here it says, uh, he speaks and he says, For you are my dove hidden in the split open rock. It was I who took you and hid you up high in the secret stairway of the sky. And he speaks, and this is so beautiful, and he says, let me see your face. Let me hear your voice. For your voice is sweet and your face is lovely. You know, years ago when I was, um, oh man, I was much younger. I was probably in my early 20s. And um, I'd written, I was reading through Song of Songs and I'd written this song and I was so excited about it. And this is a little tendency of mine that you'll kind of learn going, going along is something I challenge myself in is to actually take time to allow a song to develop. Um, because what will happen is I'll get a download of a song really quick. and I'll be so pumped about it. I'm like, man, I've got to go, you know, record that and release that and sing it in worship in front of people and all these things. And. You know, this song was one of those. I'd went to um, to my friend Wesley's house, who will be on here. He's the drummer in my band. And I'd went to Wesley's home, and uh, I was like, man, check out this song. And we got excited about it together, and it naturally came out in a worship service. And uh, we started singing this song, but it wasn't until years later, I mean, many, many years of uh, singing this song. I, I may have even already recorded it at this point. Um, I can't remember, but my my friend Jessica Sowards pulled me aside and she said, Daniel, she said, you do realize you're singing from the wrong perspective there because I was singing to Jesus and I was telling him, I was saying, Jesus, let me see your face. Let me hear your voice for your voice is sweet and your face is lovely. And I was, you know, just striving in that. I was like, Lord, let me see your face. Let me hear your voice, for your voice is sweet and your face is lovely. Lord, let me see your face. Let me hear your voice, for your voice is sweet and your face is lovely. And I'm praying this, and I'm, I'm wanting the Lord. And man, Jess comes to me, and she says, Daniel, that's actually what Jesus is singing over you. <laughs> My God. And in a moment, you know, and that may not seem like that great of a thing, but I was striving. I was striving after the Lord. I was asking him. I was like, Lord, let me see your face. Let me hear your voice. For your voice is sweet and your face is lovely. I'm striving after him with that. And then I realized he's actually pining after me. In this relationship, I'm the bride and he's the groom. And he's pursuing me. And you know... Going into this season of being single and not pursuing a relationship with a woman, uh, that song has been such a gift to me because I would lay in bed 
And in the morning, when I would start to wake up, I would hear the Lord. I would hear him speaking to me, and I would hear him say, Daniel, let me see your face. Let me hear your voice. For your voice is sweet, and your face is lovely. And I would wake up, and I would spend my time with him. And I want to encourage you with that. That's what Jesus, Yeshua, he's he's saying that to you as well. He's telling you, let me see your face. Let me hear your voice. For your voice is sweet and your face is lovely. Jesus wants intimacy with us. You know, something else that's just been just a beautiful, beautiful thing that I've discovered throughout um, this journey into intimacy with the Lord is that He is alive on the inside of me. There's not one moment that I spend in my day that Jesus is not here with me. You know, for years, I, was, I would strive in services. I'm like, Jesus, come. Jesus, come. Jesus, come. And, you know, <laughs> I don't know if that's necessarily the right action as much as it is just acknowledging that he's already there. You know? Wherever you're at right now, even in this moment, you're listening to this podcast. I don't know if you're uh, driving or if you're at home or wherever you may be. Um, Jesus, Yeshua, the one that died on the cross for our sins, rose from the grave, took the keys to hell, and is now seated at the right hand of God and is interceding on our behalves. He's with you right now. Well, just waiting. He's saying, let me see your face. Let me hear your voice. For your voice is sweet and your face is lovely. Man, <laughs> what a wonderful gospel this is, the love of Jesus Christ, that he's alive on the inside of us. You know, one of the the horrors after I went through my separation and going through my divorce and walking through that, man, one of the biggest fears and horrors that I had to deal with was being alone, you know, loneliness, you know, and knowing I did not want to strive to date or try to, you know, pursue someone in the season, but... <laughs> Man, that loneliness would creep in. And then I discovered that that's a lie. Loneliness, aloneness, it's not real. Jesus is with us. Now, I want you to understand, I'm not saying that those emotions aren't real. Because they are. I know they are. (laughs) Very intense at times. But there's something that's more real. And that is the presence of God. It's real. 
And if we just acknowledge it, man, we will discover just how real it is. <laughs> it's wonderful. It's really wonderful. You know, this journey has been a really beautiful one, and I'm still on it, you know, and, you know, even now with you guys, you know, we're we're stepping into a new season of it. We're stepping into a new, you know, dimension or a paradigm of it, you know, together, and I believe I'm going to discover things even sitting here, you know, in my... Um, my my secret place, my bedroom, you know, right here at nearly five in the morning. You know, we're we're discovering new things together, and I believe that's what we're going to do in this podcast. And I believe it's just going to be a wonderful thing. I feel the Lord on it, and so I hope it encourages you as we move forward on this journey. You know, um, one of the things that I've kind of grown in, there were several different things that I've discovered with the Lord. And it's, I've discovered this, that, you know, in diving into intimacy with Jesus Christ, that, um, man, there were certain things that I would do to help, you know, like journaling, reading my Bible, praying a prayer list. Uh, sitting in silence, praying in tongues, worshiping, different things like that. And, you know, for a while, what I would do is I would kind of just mark those things off. I'd be like, okay, every day I'm going to wake up and I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that and I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that. And I did for a long time. And finally I got into this place in my heart. I was like, man, Lord, when I do meet you know, my wife one day. And when we discover things with one another, she's not going to want me to have a checklist. Okay, wake up and give her a kiss on the cheek. Check. Walk throughout the day and uh, talk to her. Check, you know, hold her hand. Check, you know. That, that doesn't speak of the overflow of love of my heart. And I got to thinking about this with Yeshua, and I'm like, Lord, I want my life to just be an overflow with you. And I discovered a new place of intimacy with the Lord through that. And so I want to encourage you. It is a great thing to read your Bible, to pray your prayer list, to worship, to sit in silence, to all these things. They're, you know, those things are good. Journal, you should do all of those. Do them all. But I would also like to encourage you to allow it to be an overflow of your heart, not a checklist of duties that you're doing under the Lord. Um, that's one thing I discovered. But in that as well, uh, recently I've really dived into the joy and beauty of, of silence with the Lord. And man, it's been a really wonderful, wonderful thing. I've discovered that peace abounds in silence. Um, it just, well, man, it's just like all the things that I would worry about, all the things that I would be afraid of, all the things that, you know, were just rushing in my mind and just kind of overshadowing me and clouding my vision. If I would just sit in silence, those things would just kind of dissipate. It would just kind of slowly disappear. And I could see clearly, I could hear clearly. It's amazing what you can hear when you're just quiet. 
<laughs> you know, it's a beautiful thing. And, uh, man, it's been wonderful. And I want to encourage you in that, you know, to, and honestly, you know, intimacy with Jesus Christ, I think, I think it'll probably look a little different for everybody, you know. And I think that just, I think it starts off with just saying yes. It starts off with a yes in your spirit unto the Lord, saying, Lord, I really want to discover a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. It's so funny. That's people would ask that, you know, when they're doing evangelism, like, do you have a personal relationship with Jesus Christ? What does it mean? Personal. You know, it's you and him. It's intimacy. I think that's what is really being asked. Do you have intimacy with Christ? And I want to encourage you here right now in this moment that that is 100% attainable right now. Where you're at, Jesus is right there waiting for you to just acknowledge his presence and to dive headlong into a relationship with him. I want to talk about one more thing, and then I'm going to wrap up this podcast. Um, I'm going to, like I said before, every one of these may be a little bit different. Um that might mean some of them may be 15 minutes long. Some of them may be an hour long. I, I don't really know. But I think everyone's going to be different, and each one will be beautiful in their own way. But I want to talk a little bit about the song, I Want the Oil. Um, you know, that song was birthed after I went to a conference, and uh, there was a young man there that, encountered the Lord in a powerful way. And uh, after that, I saw that young man, and he had kind of went back to the ways that he was before all of that. And it really burdened my heart. And it also brought up a lot of feelings that I had done the same thing. I remember going to acquire the fire in junior high school, like probably around 1997. And, man, I was so on fire. I was like, Lord, I'm going to go back to my school and I'm going to preach the gospel and I'm going to see the lost saved in, you know, maybe two weeks. <laughs> and I was kind of right back where I was before. And I was thinking about all this in my, my secret place at that time, and I was like, Jesus, why is that? Why is it that we get so fired up and then just go back to the way things were before and the Lord gave me one of the most beautiful revelations and pieces of wisdom and that changed my life, genuinely. He told me, Daniel, he's like, I will always send the fire. If you ask, I will send the fire. But if you have no oil... You cannot sustain the fire. And this spoke to me in a great way because I remember being a child, you know, real little, like four or five years old. We lived out in the country, and so when a big storm would come through, it would knock the power lines down or blow a transformer, it would be dark for hours. And I remember, you know, being a child, you're, you know, 
You're a little afraid when it gets all dark. You're like, oh, man. But then Daddy came with an oil lamp. (laughs) I have one sitting right here beside me on my desk. And if you've never seen one of these, I don't, uh, a lot of you may be old enough to know this, but there may be some of you who've never seen one. If you've ever been to Cracker Barrel, you may have seen one. But the bottom has this vessel, it's like a dome or a globe. And at the bottom, that vessel is holding oil. And out of that comes a wick up into like a mechanism that you can lower or raise the wick, kind of like a candle. And on top of that is a globe. And you you take the globe off and you raise up that wick and you light it with a lighter or a match. And you trim your wick. The cool thing about these is the mechanism. You can lower the wick down so that it's the appropriate size so you don't have smoke going everywhere. But you lower that wick and you put the globe back on there, the piece of glass up at the top. And it'll light up the whole room. It's like a lamp. It's an oil lamp. And so I was familiar with this from being a child. But here's the thing. If you light that wick and there's no oil in the bottom of that vessel, it'll burn for a moment. But it'll eventually just burn out because there's no oil. And the Lord spoke to me that night and he told me that. He told me, Daniel, I will always be faithful to send fire. But if there's no oil, you cannot sustain the fire. And he spoke to me. He said, the oil is the intimacy between us. And it changed my life. Now, there for a while, I had to grow into that. And I remember there being a time I started singing that song. And before I ever recorded it on Psalms from the Secret Place, that song um, started growing in popularity when I would go out to lead worship. Um, People would just connect with it. But after a while, I actually took some time to stop leading that song in worship because I told the Lord, I said, Lord, if I don't mean it, I don't ever want to sing it. If I'm not going to go after intimacy with you, I'm not going to lead this song in worship because it's a popular song. And um, really just checked myself is what I did. I challenged myself and you know, I'm very grateful for that song. I'm grateful for it being on Psalms from the Secret Place. And uh, I've had more testimonies through that song than any other song that I've ever recorded. And I've had people message and call and say how that that song has helped them grow in intimacy with Yeshua. And I'm so grateful for that. But, you know, my number one desire in life is intimacy with Jesus. Everything else just kind of falls into place. You know, I will say this too, when that is suffering, when I'm not giving attention unto intimacy with Yeshua, it shows up in every other relationship in my life. With the ones that are closest to me, my children, and then all my friends. There's animosity, there's chaos, there's frustration it'll start arising in no time it's those little foxes they start coming to ruin my vineyard but he's faithful to help us catch them (laughs) i'm gonna pray and we're gonna wrap up this first episode man first episode (laughs) thank you for joining me you know for this intro 
I was going to say this, you know, I wanted to call this intro and it's, it's kind of cool. You know, the intro of a song, it's so important, you know, being a songwriter, um, I write these songs and man, that intro, that first section of the song, it's like, it's that thing, you know, that pulls you in, that sets the stage for what you're about to get into. I pray that this is a good intro (laughs) and that it leads you and shows you what we're about to get into together. we got a great journey ahead of us. Lord, I pray right now for every individual listening to this, young, old, (laughs) whatever the background may be, Lord, I just, I pray that you would encourage them, that they would know that your left hand is under their head and that your right hand does embrace them and that Yeshua, you are faithful to complete the good work in which you started inside of us. Lord, I pray that you would make my tongue the pen of a ready writer. Lord, that you would disc. I pray you would remove any filter between my heart and my mouth. (laughs) That my passion for you would just flow out. That your Holy Spirit would flow out in my words, Lord. pray you give me discernment over every individual that gets on this podcast with me. And Lord, I thank you for the joy of this journey together. I truly believe that we are going to tap into something so beautiful and so precious. We give you all the glory, honor, and praise. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for joining me. We'll see you next time. God bless you.